Welcome to the Megan Walrod Show and to a world of magic, joy, and possibilities where you create a life and a business you love by prioritizing all that lights you up. (laughs) Welcome to episode 16, all about self-advocacy. So I have a story to share with you today about an interaction that I had recently with one of my neighbors that catalyzed this conversation around self-advocacy and looking at what we're taught that keeps us from advocating for ourselves and how not advocating for ourselves actually shows up in our lives and our businesses and how to reorient to both self-advocacy without guilt or shame. And also I'm going to be gifting you with an invitation to play with a different possibility with self-promotion. What if self-promotion is just another form of self-advocacy. Hmm. So let me tell you the story and then we will get down into the basics of what is advocacy and what about self-advocacy and more. So first of all, this story. So I was out on one of my evening walks. This was several weeks ago and I was stopping to admire these gorgeous blossoms in this tree that just like seemed to appear overnight. And this woman was in the street and she called out the name of the tree and the blossoms. And anyway, that was, that was the icebreaker, me asking if she knew what these blossoms were, what this tree was. As it turned out, this huge, gorgeous tree was right in front of her house, which is actually right next door to me. And she lived in this house for something like 16 years. And, you know, we started chatting. And a few minutes into our conversation, she says, can I ask you a question? Because I just get a sense you might be kind of artistic and have an opinion about color. I was like, sure. So she guides us up to her front porch. And she says, I recently got my house painted. I was like, I can see that. It used to be all red. Now it's this green color. She said, yeah, it's kind of minty green, isn't it? I said, yeah. She said, it's the wrong color. This is not the color I wanted them to paint my house. The color I wanted them to paint my house was this. And she held up this big like example piece of painted thing. And she was like, this, I wanted this sage green color. I thought that would go so well with this darker trim. And I spent, she was like, I spent ages like making a decision about this green, the sage green. And then I came home and it was this mint green color. I was like, oh, wow, (laughs) quite a surprise. She was like, yeah. And I didn't say anything at first. So she spent several days in this agony of the company painted her house, her entire house that she owns the wrong color. She clearly communicated at some point to some of the people in the organization, Sage, But what got done was this mint green. So she's sharing this with me, how she finally had a conversation with a girlfriend 
who was like, you have to tell them like this was their mistake. Like, don't put up with a house that you don't want it this color because she wasn't really sure she liked the minty color. And she was like, you know, so my friend is telling me, you know, to call them. So she did call them and told them about the mistake. And they said, if she wants them to, they will repaint it at no cost to her. They offered to repaint it. So first of all, it was a huge struggle for her to make that call to tell them about the mistake because of all the training she'd received. And she was telling this to me about, she didn't want to be a bother. She didn't want to upset anyone. This is like the conditioning that we've been immersed in since we were conceived about, you know, not rocking the boat, not making a scene, you know, not ruffling anyone's feathers, all those things. And so her, she finally had the courage. She called them, but now she was struggling even more. She was like, now they're offering to, now I don't know what to do. She's like, do I have them do it? Like, that's going to be such a bother. They're going to have to bring all their materials, all their supplies. I don't want the workers to be upset. You know, they're going to be at my house all day. I just, I feel bad. And she was like, what should I do? And, and tell me, isn't the sage green better? Like, what do you think of this minty green? And so she's basically like enlisting me to see if I would have an opinion about, okay, is the mint green? Could she live with that? And basically, if you know anything about me, I was kind of like, no, that's not the conversation of if I like the mint green. The conversation here is, are you willing to advocate for yourself? And like, what does your body have to say in response to this minty green? And is it like even better than the sage green? No, that was very clear. So what's it going to take for you to be willing to, if people are upset with you, like stand for what it is you desire, especially given you've invested thousands of dollars to have this company paint your house. And now they're even offering to at no cost. So this whole conversation, she was like, I know, I know. Like there was a part of her that really got what the real dilemma was. It was that she was coming face to face with this programming and cultural conditioning that she had received, that it's not okay to stand up for what she wanted because there was this confusion in her psyche, which is something that I know I've dealt with. And I wonder if you have too, around this thought that if I'm standing for me, then that's against someone else. And if you're also raised with any kind of like codependent, dysfunctional patterns, relationship, family, that kind of thing, there's the, there's the total training of like, avoid conflict at all costs. Cause that is bad. You shouldn't have a different opinion. Agree with what's said. Again, don't rock the boat. So she knew that's what it was about. And I spoke to that piece of what if you choosing for you isn't against anyone. And so we parted ways and she was still in her process. And this was a few weeks ago. And I actually went by her house recently and it hasn't been repainted. So I'm just wondering how things are going for her. And like I said in the beginning, this experience with Sherry has catalyzed 
conversations with my community and now with you, my expanded community, whether you're listening to this on my podcast, The Megan Walrod Show, or on YouTube, I'm inviting you into this conversation of self-advocacy. And let's first look at what is advocacy? I looked it up online, the official definition of advocacy, it's any action that speaks in favor of, recommends, argues for a cause, supports or defends, or pleads on behalf of others. Now, if I know anything about you, my sense is you advocate. You advocate for causes you believe in, for people you care about, and you're a big supporter of others. So check in with yourself. Let's do a little bit of inventory on how it's, how, how you show up on your day-to-day basis advocating for others. Now you may be advocating for big causes you care about. Maybe you donate money or volunteer to causes like all girls having an education or all children having an education or every person on the planet having access to clean water, to food, to shelter. Perhaps you're a big advocate like I am of making sure our oceans are clean. Or also a cause I care deeply about is protecting our wild spaces. You might also donate or again, volunteer time to causes such as preventing and bringing a stop to human trafficking or gun control, or whatever it is, just acknowledge that. All right, yeah, there's big causes you care about. You're advocating for something that has a big reach, potentially, big influence. Now look at what are the things you advocate for through the work you do in the world. Perhaps you work with couples, And you're a stand for them having greater intimacy, greater passion, yummier, more ecstatic sex in their relationships. Maybe you're a business coach or a money coach or a mindset coach, and you work with entrepreneurs or business owners or professionals to be financially independent or to turn their big visions into reality or you know, something in the business sector, doing business in sustainable ways that are both friendly to the planet and our bodies. Maybe you're an advocate advocate for people's health and wellness, physically, physical, emotional, mental, financial, spiritually, socially, whatever it is, just take a moment to acknowledge, wow, in the work that you do in the world, how you're advocating for others. You may also advocate on the daily or the weekly, perhaps you have a child with special needs and you advocate for them to get the support and care they require at their schools and really everywhere else. Or perhaps you advocate for an elder parent who benefits from you being there with them at doctor's appointments with them or special needs that they might have in their assisted living home or whatever it might be. So acknowledge all that you already advocate for. And what's it like 
for you to be an advocate for all these things, these other people, these causes. I imagine there's a way this feels really satisfying. You're here to make a difference in the world and on the planet. And these are some of the ways that you do that. So now let's look at how are you doing when it comes to self-advocacy? This is the whole metaphor analogy that I'm sure you've heard before. If you've ever flown on an airplane, they talk about oxygen mask goes on you first before you turn to help someone else with it, even a child or an elder. Because if you're not getting your oxygen, guess what? You're not going to be able to help those next to you. So self-advocacy is defined as the action of representing oneself or one's views or interests. So let's look at the many different ways self-advocacy can look. This might look like, just like you might be a stand for other people having health and wellness in one or many different areas of their lives, when it comes to you, it's being mindful, being present with what do you eat? What do you drink? How do you tend to your body? Are you depriving yourself? Are you judging yourself? Are you nourishing yourself? Are you being present with, you know, what you put into your body, what you put on your body? This is a form of self-advocacy. So how well are you tending to your own health and wellness? It could also show up for yourself in appointments with practitioners, doctors, you know, holistic practitioners, lawyers, your own coaches, all that kind of thing. Are you asking all the questions that you have or are you not wanting to be a bother? Are you speaking up when something doesn't quite feel correct for you because you're afraid of being told you're resisting or you're not being coachable? So just some things for you to consider. There's a couple more ways that self-advocacy can look. And of course, self-advocacy can look so many different ways. I'm just giving you a few different examples and possibilities to consider. And quickie story about advocating for myself. Last year when I fell off a horse, fractured a couple vertebrae, I had an amazing, amazing primary care physician who was really you know, had calls with me on a weekly basis to manage pain and meds and just my holistic recovery plan. She was amazing. The specialist doctor that I was matched with, who would read my x-ray scans and let me know how things are doing, I got a chance to really practice advocating for myself in that dynamic. In my three-month scans, I didn't have any interaction with him. I went, I got the x-rays. I got a call from their office days later saying, doctor, look to your scans. And basically he suggests you don't get on a horse for another year. You wait until the one year anniversary of your back being healed. And that's all I was told. I wasn't given any information about, well, what do my vertebrae look like right now? And what's leading you to advise that. So I advocated for myself and I insisted I have a call with this doctor. So I did. He spent 10 minutes with me on a call and I had to schedule it, but I asked all my questions and I made sure he stayed on the line with me. And I 
can't remember exactly what I did right now, but I remember saying something that invited him to like, get really present with me because he wasn't being present with me. And I said something that was just like, listen, I care about my body. I want to know what's going on. You're the one with some expertise here. I'm asking for you to tell me about X, Y, and Z. And he was like, okay. So advocating for myself. So I know how vulnerable it can be. Like ultimately, yes, we're experts on our body, right? Yet there are sometimes things that go on, are going on that we're consulting with others. We want them to be our trusted advisors. And the thing is, you got to trust yourself and advocate for yourself and be willing to ask those questions. Okay. Let me share a couple of other examples of what self-advocacy can look like. It can also look like saying no when you mean no and yes when you mean yes. This is you advocating for what your preferences and desires are. It's making sure you're creating a life that's including you in it and that works for you and that lights you up and that delights you. And this requires you to let go of people pleasing and being a martyr and saying no when you mean yes and yes when you mean no. Another way self-advocacy looks is prioritizing what is important to you advocating for your own dreams and desires rather than waiting for other people to give you permission to do this. So check in with yourself. Are you living someone else's dream? Are you supporting other people in turning their dreams into reality? First of all, awesome. That's great. Yeah. Are you doing it at the expense of you? Are you sacrificing yourself? Are you making the compromises that you think you're supposed to make to keep these relationships healthy. But what compromise actually looks like is you're the low man, woman person on the totem pole. So invitation to get really present and honest with yourself about this without judgment. And also look at, are you feeling guilty about prioritizing yourself? And is that tripping you up? Or are you feeling resentful because you're prioritizing other people and not yourself. This emotional terrain can create a lot of static that comes out sideways when not acknowledged and addressed directly. Resentment, oh my gosh, can create such disaster in relationships. I know resentment really well. I did the martyr thing really well for a while and put other people first for a while. And it took a willingness to disappoint other people to begin to change that behavior. And I'll never forget, I was standing in the, in the laundry room of this beautiful home in Lyons, Colorado. I was taking care of and I remember having this moment of like, and made plans with friends, but I was going through, I was in this deep grieving phase of the end of my marriage. And I made plans with friends and I contacted them the day of, and I said, I, I just, I need to stay home tonight. That's what my body is requiring. And I knew there was disappointment in their world and I was feeling bad about it. And I realized standing in that laundry room, I had this aha moment 
I would rather disappoint another than disappoint myself. From this day forward, I'm willing to disappoint others before I'm willing to disappoint myself. So this is terrain to look at. And this is what I was talking about early on about the conditioning, the programming, the training, the same thing that kept Sherry from wanting to have her house repainted. That's the conditioning that can be so unconscious, so part of our programming that we don't even notice it, or we may notice it, but it's showing up as resentment and guilt. And we're feeling bad and ashamed of why am I, why am I resenting these people that I love? Why am I feeling guilty to go for something that really, I really desire? This is the unpacking, my friends. This is the unpacking of the conditioning. And so all of this is intended to be a bit of a check-in and inventory, taking stock for yourself, not as judgment, but rather to recognize what self-advocacy is. And first of all, how well you're doing advocacy for others. And now is it time to strengthen your ability to do this for yourself? I say yes. <laughs> what do you say? So I want to look at another way that self-advocacy, now this is a different perspective for you when it comes to self-promotion. Yes, I just said two words that may make you cringe. So take a moment to reflect on what comes up for you around promoting yourself. This is another great thing to unpack. You can even do some journaling. What comes up for you around self-promotion? Maybe you shy away from doing it because you feel like, mm, I don't want to be in people's face about it. Maybe you shy away from it because you've seen other people doing self-promotion that feels really icky and slimy and in your face and fear-based. And so you've thrown out the baby with the bathwater and you're like, I'm not going to be that. So you don't share about your gifts at all. But here's the thing. When you show up with your gifts ready to serve, you're advocating for your potential clients. You're letting them know, I see you, I hear you, I get you, I can help you. This is profound. This is healing. This is transformational. This is also being of service. And that's what you desire, isn't it? Because this is also advocacy for them, self-advocacy for yourself. Because here's the thing. You have gifts to share with the world. And you letting people know about your gifts is a kindness to you and your potential clients. So consider this. How might you approach self-promotion differently if you viewed it as a form of advocacy and self-advocacy. Notice the different energy around self-promotion when you, when you approach it in this way as advocacy. One of the biggest things to consider, and you may have heard it a hundred gazillion times already, although, you know, sometimes you get it when you get it. There's that acknowledgement that it's not about you, it's about them. 
when you're showing up to promote yourself, consider this. By sharing that social post, that Facebook Live, that Instagram Live, that sales page, remember, you're advocating for your potential clients to have what it is they say they desire. My sense of you is that you show up in huge ways to serve your potential clients. So would you be willing to show up for yourself in that way and tap in and tune into what is it that you really desire? I desire to have an even bigger reach and an even bigger influence and reach more people with my message that is inspiring and empowering supporting women to live their yes and create a life and business they love that contributes their unique gifts to the world. That's what lights me up. That's what I'm here for, to use my big mouth and my big heart in service of more and more women around the world. Finding the courage to share their message, to speak their voice and to learn the skills of how to magnetize more clients and monetize their gifts and look at the words they're using in here, the self-talk, because those words matter too. And so all the racket you may have been telling yourself about when it comes to self-promotion, that it's bad and wrong and you're bad and wrong and you suck at it and all of that. First of all, you're not alone. Second of all, would you be willing to Look at all of that static and be like, yeah, I hear you. And it's time to change the radio station and change the dial, my friend. Tune the dial to 100 point you. <laughs> and if you're willing to 100% be there for yourself, what would you choose today? What would you choose tomorrow? Knowing that every time you put an invitation out, supporting people and having what it is they desire, you're being of service to them and you're being of service to you. And everywhere you go into the story of that selfish reality check, is it selfish to want to make a difference in the world? Is it selfish of me to want to reach more women with a message that's empowering? Is it greedy? If that's greedy and that's selfish, then I embrace greedy and selfish because I'm all about who else, what other lives can I touch? Who else hasn't heard this message? Will you support me in reaching those people that I haven't reached yet? You know, what if the lie of selfishness and greed is that it's somehow bad and wrong. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast episode. So we're just like crazy wisdom. What if in everything that you've been afraid of being, there is some wisdom. If you were willing to be the bright lighthouse that you truly are and take a stand for your potential clients, would you be willing to take a stand for yourself too and be a lighthouse for yourself? Surprise yourself with how much you're willing to have your own back and show up for yourself. 
And what if for your next launch, your next birthing, your next passage you go through of offering your gifts to the world, how might it be different if you bring this perspective forth of, you know what, I'm going to have my own back more than I ever have before. Every time I hear that gremlin saying, "Mm, you're being a little too much, I'm going to look at that gremlin in the face. I'm going to say, you don't scare me. I know what you really are. You're that programming that's attempting to keep me snug in a box so I can be controllable. Well, guess the fuck what? You are uncontrollable. You are not here to fit into a box. You are here to make waves. You being you with your dreams and your desires and saying yes to them makes waves, disrupts the status quo. Thank goddess. Thank goodness. This is why you're here to catalyze and give birth to a new earth, a new way of living that is way more life affirming and life sustaining and fun. And so I'm going to invite you to play with these themes, these perspective shifts, these questions that I've shared with you today. And if it would serve you, I'm going to share with you a shameless plug (laughs) and a special birthday gift for you. So I'm a Leo. Any Leos in the house? My birthday is August 15th, and I am designing this podcast so it will drop for you on Monday, August 15th. And so I've put my best training on how to write a heart-based sales page into a do-it-yourself course. Now, heart-based sales page is one of many ways that you can use to self-promote, to attract clients, to invite them to work with you, to basically let them know how they can work with you and how they can get support, creating the life, the business, the money, the relationship, the health, whatever it is they say they desire. You're helping them have the healing and transformation they're asking for. So a sales page is that. It's a bridge. It's one way to self-promote and be an advocate for yourself and your potential clients. So I created this course. It's called the Magnetize to Monetize Do-It-Yourself Course. It's all about how to write a heart-based sales page that is both authentic and lucrative. And it's heart-based. It's heart-based. So I walk you step-by-step through my Magnetize to Monetize method. There are video trainings, there are workbooks, There are templates, checklists, again, walking you hand in hand, step by step through this program so that whether you've written a sales page before and it hasn't converted the way you'd like it to, or you've never written a sales page before, or you know for your next launch, you want to do everything you can to reach even more people and make an even bigger difference and make even more money this could be for you. So I'll share the link with you. And I'm also going to share with you a coupon code. But first, let me just say, so whether or not you've written a sales page before, whether you've written one, you're not sure why it's not converting, you want it to convert more. This course is designed to show you in a really easy to understand way, the psychology of sales the psychology of what goes on through the heart mind of your potential clients so that you can respond to that 
in your sales page and know exactly the elements to include in your sales page, how to make them captivating, compelling, and read like a love letter that has your potential client saying, I feel like you wrote this just for me. And you can say, I did, because you did. You wrote it for the people who are looking for exactly what it is you have to offer. And one of the big things that women love about this course is that I, I break it down for you, how to convey the value of what you're doing, especially for whether or not you're in that like woo woo holistic practitioner. I have a lot of women who come to me who are like, I don't know how to talk about my unique magic. Well, this program walks you through how to do that. There's also some crazy, amazing bonuses, like the bonus one, which gives you the three email sequences to set you up for success with your launch. So you're not leaving money on the table and you're giving your potential clients a real sense of being held and being supported in making their investment. So that's one of the bonuses. Another really hot bonus is testimonial training and template. And then there's another bonus about how to be even more magnetic. It's an energetic guided visualization. And that bonus about the testimonial template, testimonials are gold. But if you're not collecting them and you don't know how to showcase them on your sales page, you're missing out on an opportunity to let those mini stories sell for you. So all of that is in my Magnetize, Monetize, Do-It-Yourself course. It's always available on my website. Just go to meganwalrod.com forward slash DIY course. That's DIY course because it's a do-it-yourself. And if you invest in it this week during my birthday week, use coupon code Leo 49, Leo 49. I'll spell it out in the program description too. So don't worry, it's there for you. And that gives you $150 off, which means you get this heart-based money-making system for only 347, which is honestly such a deal. You use a system, you'll can, you can use it again and again and again. So if you've created if you're creating a sales page that offers something for $500, $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, and you use this and you learn the fundamentals of how to attract even more clients and magnetize by monetizing your gifts, the return on investment when you use this program is huge, 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 huge. So 347, crazy easy investment, my birthday gift to you, save $150. And if this course can contribute to, I would be so delighted to be of support to you sharing your gifts with the world and having way more fun and ease and success with your sales pages and your self-promotion. And if this isn't for you, that's okay too. My biggest desire for you is that you take away from this conversation today a willingness, a desire to advocate for yourself and what's important for you in your life even more. If you're already showing up in a huge way for yourself, advocating for yourself, that's great. Acknowledge it. And are there a couple of other areas and ways that you could advocate even more for yourself? Invitation to really look at that. As well as biggest takeaway, a new or different perspective on self-promotion. 
as self-advocacy. You're already advocating for your potential clients every time you share your gifts with the world. So what would it be like to acknowledge you're even advocating for yourself? Because here's the deal, you matter, your gifts matter. So please keep sharing you with the world and go forth and be brave. You've got this. As always, thanks for tuning in. And I wonder how your life might be different 24 hours from now, seven days from now, 30 days from now, a year from now, five years from now. If starting today, you started to make a different choice every day that was around advocating for you. I wonder what that would create 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. Have fun. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Megan Walrod Show. My intention is to inspire more women with the possibilities available to them to create a life and a business they love. So if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review on iTunes, and share this episode with somebody who you know who might be looking for more magic, joy, and possibilities. For more information about how to join me in an upcoming class or other adventure, visit me on meganwalrod.com.